0: Bell. The Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast is back this weekend with a regular podcast. No interviews tonight. We're just going to cover some topics. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm here with my guy, Jamal. I'm here with my guy, Hill Will, How you fellas doing tonight?
1: What's uh, up? What's child? up? <laughs> a Thursday night and a busy week of yeah. crazy news going on, I swear. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tonight's show is going to probably be the most... And like not a lot of prep from my end, but there's so much to talk about, and I respect my uh my uh co-hosts and their knowledge, and we're gonna get right into everything that's going on. So I want to start off right now with something I've been wanting to talk about for two weeks. AEW AEW's doing their double enough to show in a f- in a couple of weeks in Las Vegas. Never yeah. <laughs> we know Kenny Omega versus Jericho's happening, but as of the last uh week, we, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. we had an interview show last week. Check it out, Tasha Steele's uh very good interview, Check that out. Um, but I I want to talk about what is the draw to AEW right now. I have legit personal reserves with it because as we stated on the show, um all in was the Bucks and Cody along with Rh and they put on a show. It was something we never seen before. It sold out. That was nothing sold out, sure, but they lacked the Rh presence. So when you think about what's going to be building for a show, you have um, you have the Young Bucks versus um, 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 the Lucha Brothers, and then you have Cody versus uh, Goldust, and then you have um, Omega versus Jericho. And, uh, and Cody versus uh, Goldust. No, I mean, last wait, wait, wait. Let,
2: let, Let's not forget the triple threat women's match um, with um, uh, Kylie Ray, and Rose and, um, what's her face, Britt Baker. Let's also not forget the um, SEU versus the uh, OWE Chinese guys, uh, you know, six-man tag, so... Right. And the 40-man over-the-budget battle royal. So it's not like the show is just being pieced together with, like, gumption and, and super glue. They, yeah, they no, got a card.
0: No, I I I... I like what the undercard is doing. My question right now that I want to jump into is that when you talk about the branding of the main event, Omega versus Jericho, we've seen it all in. But Goldust versus Cody is that a big enough main event that draws right now, or do they just not care? Because I when they put did the- you
2: see the Cody's um uh, a little a promo on on the, on the YouTube's.
0: Yeah, but that's nothing we did We haven't already already known. We known that. I feel like he says stuff that we always known. At least for me, and and and, and I will, and I can. I think I can speak for 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 us as um as a crew. I feel okay, like we, we always you know what? Felt that.
2: This is the difference. Now we get to see Cody Rhodes versus uh you know versus his brother outside of WWE. Yeah,
0: okay. That's that's yeah.
2: the elephant. That's the yeah. caveat that, that, that we don't that's have the elephant. WWE. Exactly. We don't have the WWE pacing. We don't have the WWE. We don't have Kevin Sullivan's dirty little fingers all over this match. We don't have Vince McMahon's sticky little fingers all over this match. So what we what we have is an opportunity for two guys to just create. And Cody Rhodes promo, the you know, um, Twitter promo YouTube thing. That's not a promo that he could cut in WWE on any given night of the week in the last 20 years. Um
0: so- so what did okay. it do for you? To, what did, when you saw the promo on what's your quick reaction of it?
2: And honestly, if this match were to happen in NXT, I would feel the same way because we don't have the main roster um, style. We, we get to see these guys go out there and put on the match that they create, not put on a match for somebody else. Well, it, it's theirs. Okay. And I think that that's kind of the biggest thing about AEW that is such a, of the part of the draw and part of the hype. Is that this is actual wrestling with a high product with with, well, we don't know what the production value is going to be, but with a moderate production value that is outside of the scope of WWE. Okay. Now, I mean, and, and for the longest time, we've said that a Rig of Honor, um, well, they're number two or three, depending on which day of the week it is. Impact is actually doing work, but nobody gives a shit. And yeah. there's no other major competition in the US on TV. Uh, yes, there's MOW. Yes, Triple A has a thing on U.S. television, CMLL, if you can find it, in a market that speaks Spanish. But realistically, it's WWE and everyone else by country mile. Mm-hmm. And then there's, then, there's, then there's Ring of Honor in a distant second or third. So realistically, for somebody to come up with a thing, even if it's a one-shot pay-per-view deal, but it's out of the WWE um, spectrum that's taken seriously and i think that that's that's the biggest draw go
0: ahead will jump in there
1: yeah no i totally agree they are selling this match on one thing and they are simply selling it on it's co it's cody rhodes versus dustin rhodes in aew and not in wwe that's all they're selling it on so whether that is going to be a good thing or a bad thing we really don't know um I love Dustin Rhodes. I think Dustin Rhodes is absolutely amazing. I think the big hurdle here is Dustin Rhodes is up there in age, and he can have everything in the world that he wants to prove, but the question is, can he go? And we're going to find out. But, yeah, they are selling this entire match just on. We're going to have Dustin Rhodes or Goldust or whatever you want to call him, or against Cody or Stardust or whatever you want to call him, and it's not going to be under the WWE umbrella. That's okay. that's That's what they're selling it on. I mean, that's and that's pretty much all they can really sell it on because they don't have a TV show to build stories off of. They just have whatever YouTube videos they put up. So they're very limited as far as like how much build they can do for, for any of this. So I think I think that it makes the most sense to sell it like that because they got to go with a very simple presentation at this point until they have actual weekly TV. Mm-hmm.
2: But to be fair, you say they're limited. I respectfully disagree. I think that they have purposely taken a measured response to build the hype. Uh, granted, yes, you're right. They don't have a weekly, you know, six hours a week of television to fulfill, Good. to fulfill, to, um, you know, progress storylines and stuff like that. That's insane. However, uh, you know, that two-minute long video of John Moxley has 2.5 million views. Yeah. You know, th- in, in, in like two days or a day and a half or whatever mm-hmm. it was. You know, uh, the Cody Rhodes video and the Nightmare Family YouTube series. Um, you know, has more than a couple hundred thousand views. They don't need to like make waves. They just need to make puddles to make a splash to cover their their end. They're not trying to sell out the Tokyo Dome or Yankee Stadium. You rented a small place in Jacksonville. They're trying to smell out a, a small, um, decent sized arena, 15,000 seats in Vegas. Well, so they don't need to break the world to make an impression. And by doing a little, they've all also done a lot.
0: Well, let me let me ask you two guys again. You you guys, have, you know, this is why we're a team. I respect your knowledge and, and, and intellect on the situation. If you didn't know anything else right now, is Cody versus Star? Uh, uh, excuse me, Goldust. Is that a big enough main event that's going to draw you to to uh, that
2: promotion? I mean, to be fair, for for me, uh, if I don't care what the main event is. Okay. Uh, I just want the show to go well. It doesn't have to be Cody Rhodes versus anybody. It doesn't have to be the Bucks versus anybody. It could literally be like Sonny Kiss versus Silas Young um, for for pancakes on a pole match. I, I don't care. <laughs> um, it doesn't really matter because we're just seeing this new product outside of the WWE. And so that's going to what, be... What?
0: So you're, you're giving Double or Nothing... A pass because of um, their no,
2: absolutely not. Okay. I'm scrutinizing them harder yeah. because okay. of the fact that this is uh, this is their shot. Okay. So you're damn right yet. that I'm
1: yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're damn I'm, right. I'm, I'm looking at that.
2: it with right. So all in, I gave them a pass because we didn't know if they if they did it, cool. If they didn't, do ever do it again? They can say that they did. Now that they're going forward with this. Obviously, the hype is there and the build is there, even whether it's through YouTube or Twitter or Club Penguin or MySpace or LimeWire, the, the build is still there. And they're doing it without conventional television, which is that in and of itself is is like a small miracle. So for, for that reason alone, I, we're not just talking about, well, where's the wrestling? You can find wrestling. You can, you can walk out the door and find wrestling. But is this something that I want to invest my time and money and and effort to go see live. Um, That's what it is. And again, we've said this before. It's not how they start. It's the next show after this and the show after that and the show after that. Their debut show in Vegas will be whatever it's going to be. But what will their first six months be? That will determine whether or not this thing sees 2020 or not. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys again now. Oh No, go ahead, Will. You got something to say.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not looking at Cody versus Dustin as the main event. I'm looking at that as a high mid-card match. The main event to me is is Kenny and uh, Jericho. And then I would even put the Bucks against the Lucha Brothers as probably the next in line. Those are the top two matches in my mind. And then probably tied for third would be Dustin and Cody and also I think the Neville and um, what's his name? Uh, Hangman Page. Mm -hmm. match i would would
2: actually
1: lead off with that first yeah i i would put those as like they're they're the high mid-card matches before you get down to like you know all the other stuff they're going to be doing on the show so they're they're it's a big featured match but Mm -hmm. it's not the match to me they're selling the show on it's Mm -hmm. i'd say it's third from the top in my mind so in, in that position it doesn't it doesn't have to you know steal the show or nothing it all, it all depends. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think there's a lot of questions for how that match is going to come across and how much they're going to try and do with it. it I think it has a, a good chance that it could it could be a really high point of the show, and it also could fall on its face. I really okay. don't know what to expect from it. Okay. Well,
2: I think what the Young Bucks have, have done and what AEW as a company has done is that they front-loaded the show with talent that you know and, and back-loaded it with talent that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So that way – if you, if there's something for everybody, there's going to be a people that have that know of Chris Jericho, there's going to yeah. be people that know of uh the bastard Pac, as he's called now. They're damn sure people that know of Cody Rhodes are, and maybe the Young Bucks, depending on how far away from WWE they want to be removed. But the mainstream guys, the, the hardcore WWE guys, can easily go, Oh, yeah, that's Chris Jericho, okay, cool. But, if but they may have come for Jericho versus Kenny Omega, but they may stay because of Sonny Kiss and whatever he's going to do. They may stay Absolutely. because of uh, the Chinese guys and whatever they're going to do. Like, they're going to get a lot of new eyes on their product, obviously because of their debut show. But for the less established guys, this is their opportunity to take over. And that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most. It's not necessarily like what are the established guys going to do that's mainstream. It's like I really want to see these Chinese guys. I don't know anything about them, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I don't know their names. I don't know their history. I don't know anything about them. So I really want to see what they're going to come out there and do. Okay, um, and if, yeah, go ahead.
0: Let me ask you a question again. I I I'm emphasize this again. I respect both of you guys' IQ. That's why I are because you guys. You keep saying out. that. Doesn't no, sound no, like you
2: do.
1: you no, no, buttering no. people up.
0: No, 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 <laughs> no, because, no. Because I'm trying to get you guys to be. Um, I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to get you guys to step off your tone just a little bit. And I want to know just a little bit because you bring up interesting points. Because I, I agree, and I don't want this show tonight to be, I agree, I agree, I agree. I want to know from the things that you're aspecting, what do you think the traditional fans are looking at this card? Because they don't give a fuck about these Chinese guys. They don't get like, um, Palladi before George and another. they don't care. It's, the, it's just the Bucks, Cody, and everything. So what I want to know is based on those people that are only looking for the Bullet Club in New Japan Wrestling, is this car going to deliver for them everything that they want? And if not, do you think that they're going to get something out of this car that they did not expect they were going to get? Talk to me well, now.
2: Well, that's up to the individual, uh, individual perspective. If you've come for just Jericho and and, and Kenny Omega, okay, cool. But there's no way in the hell that you can say like, "Well, this show is trash," except for the Jericho match, because t- well, think of think of All In, think of the card for All In. If you only came for, uh, you know, the Jericho showing up, or for you know that thing, and you had no idea who Jay Lethal was, or you had no idea, um, who a lot of the other guys, you had no idea who Jordan Grace is. Mm-hmm. There's something for everybody there, and that's what I was saying before. Is Any that you? Know, you may come for the established guys, but there's a lot of talent that hasn't hit the mainstream yet, like a Darby Allen, like a Sonny Kiss, you know, like a Penelope Ford and that's going to make you go, like a Cali Ray that's going to make you go, oh damn, where have you been all my life? Oh, that's right, not on TV. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm looking. That's why I'm looking forward to that the most mm-hmm. because we know what we're going to get with Dustin versus Cody. We've seen the Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha Bros mm-hmm. this month. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> we've seen Jericho versus Omega. Uh-huh. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna get any bigger than Wrestle Kingdom. So, you know, it, it's that that's what it is. That that's where it comes down to. And obviously, you know, I'm 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 here to obviously see what the mainstream guys going to do. Sure, whatever, fine. But these but these younger guys, because Cody's not going to be there. For 15 years, he's not going to be mm-hmm. wrestling for another 15 years. Jericho isn't injury. either. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you yeah. know, so the, and the young bucks aren't either. They they've said mm-hmm. you know, in in no uncertain terms of like, hey, I miss my family. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go back to Japan for three days and then go to fly to Australia and then fly back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm you know, my back hurts, my whatever hurts, my whatever. They want to go home. Mm-hmm. So and you can see as they're all executive vice presidents, they'll do the match. But they'll also sit in their big comfy leather chairs and book people. That's mm-hmm. where they're booking a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. They're not just they're not booking Billy Gunn as an in-ring talent. They're not booking Ken Shamrock. They're not booking well, they did book Glacier. So that was that was a thing. But I mean but, but, but they're not booking Disco Inferno for a, for a number of reasons. So they're not, you know, there are a lot of guys that are still out there. Um, that can go out there and do the work. They're not booking Sabu and Rob Van Dam. And they had a match last week. Yeah, <laughs> they're booking young guys for yeah. that reason because they need to pass the torch, and they know that their window in their generation of the late two thousands and and such, not the late two thousands, obviously, but the well, last ten years is closing, and quickly. Well, and they need somebody to take it over.
0: Well, also, I'm gonna jump in there too. WWE is being really aggressive about <laughs> letting nobody be available, so. Um, it is. It is really about being the unproven commodity that has to do the, the legit scouting. Like, um, sure, we know that Ohio State can bring out the best in high school football, but oh, let's not let's, let's not talk about football. Let's talk about basketball. Easier, easier ramifications there. We know Duke and North Carolina can recruit the biggest name. We know they won championships. We know they got the proven coaches. But VCU, the team that's like, was the underdog story? They, they got to legit do the groundwork. They got to go in their hometown. They got to go in their backyard to do the, 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 to do the homework to figure out who really is proven that's not getting the opportunity, that their circumstances is not going to allow them to go to the big school. Whatever it may be, that's going to make them come to the That's what AEW has to do. And that's what I feel that the Chinese, um, uh, uh, uh we'll, we'll say the chinese agreement uh means and i think that for a wrestling fan for me and I, I like i i really have to put this out here i have to say that i am a wcw fan i am when you talk about wrestling and you want to categorize me i am a wcw fan i like what wcw put out as a product commentary the wrestling um, the characters, I'm a WCW fan. So, what I'm saying, when I look at wrestling and what AEW's doing, I'm saying that they are what they and, and I really love uh it was either you Jamal or Will Point that said that what AEW did before at all all in was an always product, but this is legit their own product, and they got they gotta prove what they're gonna do this <laughs> time, and I think that. Um, they're making small moves that their marks aren't going to agree with, but as a wrestler fan, as a WCW fan, I think they're making stuff that's going to attract us, and I'm really interested to see how they capitalize it in a couple of weeks. Will, I know you wouldn't want to get in there going and jumping in, your <laughs> brother. I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back to when they had the, the press conference at the pool, when they announced Double or Nothing. What I remember that night that stood out to me quite pretty big in like all the chat comments and everything as it was streaming that that afternoon was there's definitely a segment of their fan base that is there for kenny omega is there for the young bucks is there for chris jericho they're there for those guys and they've followed them from new japan the roh to now aew the, the, the people that are, you know, the being the elite crowd, the, the fans that are there because of the being the elite, there is definitely a good chunk of them that are there for those top matches at double or nothing. And when they were announcing the new faces that were coming in out the pool party, I remember when, like, when they announced Kylie Ray and when they announced, um, who else was there? Kylie Ray was there. Was, uh, Penelope Ford was there if I remember right. Yeah. Who all else? Um, like you know, the, the lesser known names that, that we know as fans, but they didn't and they absolutely were getting the reaction of who the hell are these people? Mm-hmm. We don't know who they are. I don't care about them. They don't look like wrestlers. So there's definitely, I think a segment of their fan base that are the people who are like, are they going to get Dean Ambrose? Are they, you know, the people they want WWE people coming down as opposed to people they know nothing about. And that's going to be a balancing act, I think for them, because the question's going to be, can these new faces, that that segment of their fan base is completely unfamiliar with, can they win them over? Are they going to give them a chance? Are they just going to be like, I don't care about them. I'm just here to watch the Young Bucks. You know. Well,
2: That's what that's 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 the the they need to question. do. Yeah. That's clearly what they need to do, and that's, that's why they're setting themselves up that way. As they start, they're starting with their, their, their best foot forward as far as their firepower with guys like Kenny Omega and everybody else leading the, leading the way. But in the next five or ten years, um, you know, we 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 would be talking about like, well, Darby Allen as an eight-time champion, or right. you know, guys like Jason Kincaid or the Doom. Like, honestly, most of them all um, and coming through there. And just because you into your basketball analogy, it's not the fact that uh, Duke has to recruit less. It's just that they can spend more on recruits, and that's the same thing with WWE. They just put people in NXT just to put them there. And then, so they can lock him into a uh, lifetime contract. Uh, that's the same thing. Like, I will, when, did, when did Dijak debut? Um, he's been yeah. down there, you know, damn near 18 months. And he's not, like, in the NXT scene in a huge way yeah. that other yeah. guys are. It's, it's so bottom, yeah, so the bottom line is, is that they can keep you there just to have you all locked up and then whatever they need to do. And obviously, as we've seen, as Dean Ambrose has left... Uh, Sasha Banks wants to leave I think <laughs> he's going to go to AEW People are le- legitimately seeing And within the business And I'm speculating right now That AEW is doing something A, correctly And B, in a way that WWE Won't allow people to do And that doesn't mean that You know, if you don't fit that style And Dean Ambrose has never fit that WWE style Yeah Like, I mean, he was gonna... a lunatic fringe And then he like wrestled a potted plant
0: yeah, uh, but 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 speak to the promo right now. Like even if you had no clue, if you had a glimpse of what he was in WWE, his promo does not quite um is a transition from that person to that person being a free agent. It is it is a completely different demeanor. Uh we know it because we're familiar with CCW. Um, so it's like, hey, he's come back home, so to say. Um, yeah. but you're, you're entirely right. Yeah, he's He's worked a program where um, it worked for fans, and it glimpses of who he was, and maybe he transformed a little bit. But he's true to himself. Immediately after release, he goes right back to who he was. So, right, um, well, well,
2: well, right back to the neighborhood where he was. I don't think yeah. we're going to see him in like a light tube uh, yeah, yeah, or you know, ring rope I, match. And I don't think we're going to see him like a, in a you know diamond Lego uh, you know barbed wire <laughs> match or anything like that. <laughs> uh, one thing I didn't, did, did you notice how that big dog was staging them through the yard? Yeah. Just saying. But still, I mean, I think that that is a thing that collectively, they're not going to portray Dean Ambrose as that. And that's what he should have been. And we've seen in NXT how uh, NXT specifically how they, they took a guy. Uh, they, we, they, we know why he's there. We're th- he's there because we like him, because what he's done in the independents. He gets signed. They try to do a thing. It doesn't work. Sammy Callahan, they try to do a thing. It didn't work. Uh Leo uh, Rush. Uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. Well, Sammy Callahan and where? Because Sammy Callahan. In NXT. Okay, right, right, right. Because Sammy Callahan and Impact worked. Actually, Sammy Callahan No, I said
2: Impact. NXT specifically, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. didn't work. And they tried yeah. to like lock him up because he was making a big deal in the indies. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. made him Solomon Crow, a bad yeah. Batman character, and yeah. it didn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, keep, keep going, brother.
2: So, and so we and we've seen a lot of the times the things that made you something in NXT, whether you've come up through their system or uh, from the independents or not, and then you get transitioned to whatever the main roster style is, didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people grow into it, and some people never do. Mm-hmm. So it, it is more to that, and it's about finding your your niche. And I think in mm-hmm. in EAW, you're allowed more creative freedom to be you and deliver yourself
0: hey by all means everybody that's that's on tonight jump in there because i'm gonna respectfully disagree we do want that what Jamal is saying to be what aw is going to be the outlet for but it's not proven we don't know we don't know it
1: yeah let me let me ask
3: let me ask this question first does anybody know and i'm sorry i'm just jumping in late guys does anybody know the structure or heard a rumor structure of what the AEW contract is supposed to be? Is it structured like an independent contract or structure a little bit longer term? I mean, there's, there's, there's rumors about people being exclusive to them. There's rumors about people
0: being uh, to report when they need shows and to do their thing. But we well, don't, don't know what exclusive is. I yeah, I don't think contracts is the thing because, like, Impact has what I would call, if I was a young, ambitious wrestler, I would want to go to Impact because I can know I can work my indie dates, gain my popularity, work my merch, but also get TV time with them till I'm a proven commodity and still have the flexibilities to do what I want to do. So
3: so doing what you just said, let me pause you right there. Doing what you just said there, and I would agree with you 100%. If you make your name on impact, do what you need to do to have that flexibility. Are you jumping to get your name to go to AD, AEW where you can continue your own brand? Or would you go over to NXT where they're building a character for you? Because basically well, when you do all this independent stuff, when you get to WWE NXT, it's like what you did was great. But now we're going to rebuild you and act like we just, you know, invented wrestling for you. Like, well, Let me ask you this. It, go ahead.
2: If you're If you're a basketball player out of college, do you mm-hmm. want to make money or do you want to win a championship? It
3: depends. <laughs> it depends on, it depends on who you ask. But perfect that's perfect what I'm saying. though. depends. a perfect question. That is <laughs> no, a perfect question. But, I, like,
2: but I'm saying that, that that that's what it is, though. It depends a- on you. Because Titus O'Neil, his rent is paid. But I'd be damned if you win a championship.
3: Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Too. And Titus O'Neil is probably okay at the end of the bench wearing that warm-up jersey, which is his suit every week. That man but is back day in day catering
2: day. in his three-piece suit right now Yeah, yeah. with his loafers on the chair, and he is not worried about a damn
1: thing. Well, with his breast
3: cancer awareness commercial a year, and probably yep. a Father's Day commercial yep. a
1: year, he's- doing it, doing PR during the day, and then just hanging out in the back during yes. the show, maybe, uh, uh, maybe, okay. maybe works a match okay. on main event, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> but for now, somebody now, now, like guys, you know, really work that like guys. that. But
3: if you put somebody like Ricochet doing the same thing, uh, it may not be the same person.
1: Guys, guys,
0: guys, guys. Kashida recently debuted in NXT. New Japan, I would say New Japan had him at their probably, like, fifth best interest. interest. And he went to NXT. I think if I was a personal wrestler and I look at people like Kushida going there, Ricochet, uh, Tommy and Irish the Black going there, there's a sense of confidence that, like, if these guys who are respected as high commodities in the the indies getting so placed in the way they were – I figured that maybe I have a chance. I mean, Shane Strickland, I think must be in these shoes right now where he's just like, all oh, right, yeah, sure. AEW gives me money. And I'm I'm already living in Florida. So I got AEW in Jacksonville. I got uh uh NST in uh Orlando, not too far from where I'm at. And sure, I see p- some people that may get me shoes, but at the same time, I see other hot commodities. Uh, you know, they take a chance on that bill. And, and we all, I, I, I think we can agree, and tell me if you're wrong, we all respect Shane Strickland as being top elite in all of wrestling right now. Like, period. We know the guy can go if we're given the opportunity. So my my thing is, its I think it all comes down to, would do you actually feel is the, the proven commodity versus the one that may pay me more, but... What's the longevity in that? In this teeth, WWE is going to be around forever. You know what I mean? Or well not.
2: Nothing's yeah. guaranteed. Let,
3: let, all right, let me ask this then to James, just based off what you said. Let me put it to a bigger perspective. If you're Cody Rhodes and you're the type of person that's building this own brand, like literally from the ground up, at some point do you say, okay, I'm done with this. Now let me go prove myself back in WWE. Nah.
1: Well, I, th- I think at this, if he different. was gonna, if he was going to do that, and that's what I thought Cody's original plan was right, when he right. left. When he left, my assumption was his plan was to go out. I'm going to reinvent myself, and yes. then I come back in a better position. Yes. That's what I thought his plan. And then this offer came up, and now yeah. he's got the chance to do this. The only yeah. way I see Cody goes back at this point is AEW completely fails two years, man, and has to, and ha- yeah, it fails like in two or three years, and those guys are just like, there's yeah. no. Then they go because there's nothing left. Otherwise, if you go back to ROH or you know, depending what the landscape is at that point, but I, right. it would be it would have to mean AEW completely fails. Let you me put just, this. Let me
0: let me, no, hold, hold. let me ask. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question. All three of you guys now, uh, and, and just in case anybody's not familiar, uh, Silly Sellers <laughs> just ju- jumped on the show about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago, so he's on it. Let me ask you guys a question. Again, I respect you guys' IQ, and you guys are family men. Keep saying that. I know because I, I really do. I really do. You guys you guys have a perspective for how business is ran and we all we all have our personal lives and stuff like that. Yep. But let me ask you a question. I'm a big I'm a, I'm starting a promotion right now. I'm AEW and I want to I think all three of you guys are respectable wrestlers in the business right now. Mm-hmm. And and all you guys are hot. Like you guys literally could go to whatever promotion you want. You could work the Indies for another year. You may take that NST WWE deal, but NS, a, a, AW is the hot commodity that people are doing. So I'm going I'm to throw this around. I want to offer all three of you guys, I'm just going to say 100000 for three years guaranteed In a fourth year is optional.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And let's say that WWE says, well, we're going to offer you $90,000 years guaranteed. What are you guys going to do? Talk to me. I'm going to work day.
2: at Marlboro and make more money.
0: Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean you're saying that three you saying a four year deal with a th- with a fourth year option for a hundred thousand dollars a year is mm-hmm. twenty-five grand a year, dude. That that's that's minimum wage. Oh, don't don't uh,
0: don't don't get that deep. Let me let me break this down.
2: Okay, because I'm saying if you yeah, yeah, if you're talking yeah, about yeah, a four hundred thousand dollar contract.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not a contractor and I don't I don't issue it issue contracts. A hundred a hundred a hundred thousand a year for three years in an option or uh-huh. ninety thousand four years guaranteed. What you guys want to do with WWE and AEW? I, I I wanna so, know, I want know how you guys are looking at it from a business perspective about these contracts.
3: So what is WWE promising me though? Even though it's a four year well, no, 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 is- no 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 what I promise you yeah
2: you that's a that's a before. that's two terrible contracts actually.
1: I, 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 All you, either one's promising is opportunity, oh, right. <laughs> And, I, okay. that, and that's, that's straight out of Vince McMahon's mouth. He provides you with opportunity. And not to ask this question, we're, we're going to
3: transition to Leo Rush after this. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm if I'm voting, just me honestly, I would go with WWE because I think my ceiling will be higher there in okay. my four years. Okay.
2: My my question is, how much money do I make off of? Off of incidentals like merch licensing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're just talking about the actual work and contracted dates, that's one thing. But yeah. if I'm if I'm not making money off that two K money, uh, you know, when when October rolls around, then that's well, you, another thing.
0: Well, you tell me. You 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 understand what what uh, the possibilities may be. You you you're a businessman. You got your lawyer and you got your uh, you got your agent with you. So if you're going to time with either one, you you understand the ramifications of what you may. Or it's supposed to be given. So you, right. you break that down. You break that down.
2: Well, so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some incentives. I'm gonna need some kickbacks on merch. I'm okay. gonna need, you know, some 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 kind of comps for travel. I'm gonna need, you know, health insurance and stuff like that. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. just as simple as, all right, well, I'm just gonna throw a hundred grand at you. You can take this bag, this burlap sack with the dollar sign on it and, and 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 run. Like like I need to like if I win the championship in my first year because I've been booked correctly, then I should get a little bit more than a hundred grand. Um, is it is it a hundred grand per year? Or is it maybe two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the first year and twenty-five thousand over the next, you know, or seventy-five thousand over the next um, you know, three years or something like that. Or could you, do I have a sign-in bonus. I mean, there, there are a lot of things to it than just you know the money. But to keep it simple and to answer your question directly, um, I would probably sign up for whoever has the most dates. If I got to work 300 days a year for WWE versus 20 for AEW, then I'm going to work 20 and get paid the same.
1: That's a good point. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I I didn't even think of that. Now, here's what I would want. to. This this is what I would propose to each of them if they were hitting me up with that, since the dollar figures are about the same. Upside of WWE is okay, I know that for the for the duration of this contract, you're most, uh, barring some huge catastrophe, you're going to be in business and you're going to pay me my money. If I'm talking to AEW, the first thing I'm going to tell them is like, well, I'm already getting a comparable offer for the comparable amount of time here from WWE. So being you're a uh, startup promotion and uh, you can't really guarantee me any, as far as the du- paying out the duration of this contract, mm-hmm. my question to a- B- AEW would be, since the money's about the same, what are you going to provide to me to pique my interest that WWE isn't? That's going to make up for that you're a startup company, that you're going to be able to give me some sort of incentive to go with you as, to go, as opposed to going with someone who I know is going to be able to pay me for the four years all the way through.
2: Here's the real question. If you're Mojo Raleigh, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you're,
1: in you're in WWE.
2: No, I'm saying like you're already in WWE. But realistically, he's barely on TV, if at all. I know that he's been injured, but I know he's not, definitely not on TV. He doesn't really have any merch. He definitely doesn't really have any, like, outside things going on. He's not in any of their movies or any of their licensing agreements or stuff like that. He's just a guy collecting a check, probably setting up the ring. And then AEW comes along with not necessarily a better opportunity, but definitely a different one. But let's say, let's assume that he's in the same role. And AEW, as a middling guy, somewhere along the lines of the best friends, a B-plus player, um, but just an opportunity to do the same thing in a different ring. And they offer them the same money because that's how much he's worth. What do you do? I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that you can either go with what you know, you can go with what you don't know. I mean, right. there, there's a lot of things into yeah. it that, that's not just, um, you know, dollars and cents. Yeah. But if you are a Mojo Rally or a, um, uh, hell is his name, Dolph Ziggler, or uh, most of the most of the guys on 205 live, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, the Ascension yeah. uh, you know there are a lot of guys that could that are asking themselves right now is the grass actually greener on the aew side
1: right Very yeah. okay, good. You you might say something weird because I wanna I wanna make a quick Yeah, comment. To, be, to me that that's where it comes down to if you're talking the same amount of money in the same kind of position in either company, that's where it comes down to quality of life. Is yeah, what it yeah. comes down to. Yeah. But what can they provide you? Is it gonna be less dates? Is it gonna be a better travel situation? You know, that 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 that's where it comes down to that. It comes down to quality of life in my mm-hmm. mind.
0: Yeah. Um, good thing you bring up Tyler Breeze. It's good to see that Tyler Breeze is making his way in NST upon um, up, up some spoilers I read. So um, I really like what WWE is doing. Um, you, you have uh, um, uh, Alexander Wolfe making his way to NST UK. So the shakeup is really shaking up. People are going all over the place. So the people that need to go back down and. And and do what they got to do. I'm not going to say go back down because I'm I'm, I'm going to get that out of my terminology. But people that, that go to NST and do what they got to do, I'm happy right now with what with, with uh, WWE is doing with, with the shakeup stuff. So that's interesting. Hey, let's go. Let's let's talk about Leo Rush now because uh again this is uh we're recording this a little bit later than we usually do uh but we'll get it out uh, when, when the completion of the show um this is a very raw edit for us too um anybody that's listening um um we have some prior obligations so we're not going to be able to add a little format and touch to it but uh, it's a good show we get a lot of stuff we want to cover let's talk about Lil' rush right now Lil' rush obviously been under the hot seat again for <laughs> backstage he didn't come up with bobby lashing that stage the uh the dirt sheets are trashing him as always um his his twitter said that he's open for business he's with the FIFO and made a uh interview about uh, what's happening backstage in this feelings and stuff like that. Guys, I want to know what you guys are thinking about Leo Rush right now. For the news you know, for the ones who don't know what's going on right now, uh, overall, hearing about Leo's still getting bad heat backstage, didn't come out with Bobby Lashley, um, still have, he's not released or anything like that. I want to know what you guys think. What, what, what does WWE do with Leo? What should Leo do? Throw me some thoughts out there. Open table. <laughs> Go get it. So
3: it's two sides to this story. One side is you could say a closed mouth doesn't get fed, and another side could be just shut up and do your role. And and yeah. sometimes when when a closed mouth doesn't get fed, what I mean by that is sometimes you have to stick your neck out there to put your name out there so you can be moved up into a different hey, way. Yeah,
0: look 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 look! I'm cutting you all right there. That's all everybody's doing right now. Um, Naomi, true. Sasha Banks, everybody is on Twitter right now like oh, they're not fucking with me and blah, 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 and this, that, and the ever to get a push. The Revival did it. Yep. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a legit tactic that's working. So, so uh,
3: I, 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 I agree, but go, keep going. And the second part is, do I just close my mouth and do my role and do what I need to do? And think about somebody like Ali. So Ali really did a lot of things the right way. You never hear anything about him on rumors. You never hear anything about him backstage, but just gets pushed because he lets his natural talent go between him. So, for example, let's take it back to WrestleMania 34. When he was in New Orleans, he had a great match for the Cruiserweight title that was acknowledged between him and Cedric Alexander or who they was going to push at that time. Of course, um, Ali lost, and then he did his thing. He was one of the first people to come up on the main roster. And at the same time, he got hurt he lost his opportunity. Now he gets to go to chance to do the money in the bank. So once again, he got his opportunities by just working hard and doing the right thing. However, Kofi Kingston did that for 11 years until he finally got his time. I'm not trying to put put that into a cliche. That's an unfair comparison. But it's a long investment where if you do the same type thing where you just do your work and try to work hard, maybe you get a knowledge at the end. However, Kofi Kingston is
2: a Grand Slam champion because of this last year. He's done literally everything else you could do before that though. That's why I say it's unfair.
3: But and, and, you're, and you're, you're kind of right when it comes to that, but still at the same time, even though he was pushed this that you know he got tag team titles, he had the intercontinental title, he couldn't explain where, well, why didn't I get my push? Like, for example, when they shot it down when he had that uh mini feud against Randy Orton, he could have complained, well, why did this get dropped too early because Randy Orton said that he wasn't ready. So it's like certain things I could say that's unfair, but I agree with what you're saying as a contrary, Jamal, because you're absolutely right. But at the same time, if you don't speak up, like some people are trying to do on social media, and how Becky successfully did it for herself, sometimes you won't get looked at and have that opportunity. Like even look at Zack Ryder. Zach Ryder had that YouTube movement where he became the internet champion, which allowed him to have his first U.S. title one I well, mean, because he had well, to speak up for himself. Well, 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 my thing is too. Like I understand that,
0: and again, we're not wrestlers; so we're not in the profession. But any, it, at least in my surroundings, is that if you really want. To be noticed in the ethics of what you're working on you have to put yourself out there you do and, and it is that it, it's crazy now that wrestlers are saying like hey we have a platform that acknowledges who i am and now they're starting to use it they use social media youtube twitter whatever to get themselves over with the fans because at the end of the day wwe i think and you can correct me if i wrong i feel like the direction of acknowledgement has changed they look and see like hey what are everybody what are, what are they chatting about what's the buzz about and then they take that and then they say let's let's you know let's use that for our tv product for this week so becky got hot Nia Jats got hot so we're going to feature them this week we're going to make sure that that, that, that they are provident in our tv time so i think that, you know, you talk about Zach Ryder and stuff like, sure, they did it back in the past, but like, and they got this stuff over. But I think like that's the mentality that you should always have, that you should never be so comfortable, especially as a personal contractor. Again, we're talking about Leo Rush and and actually I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to cut the wheel because I know he has the information on hand. I want you to talk about um, his statement, because it's very interesting about the things that I had speculation about. But I think we need to get that out there about his well being as being employed by the WWE.
3: And let me ask this before you go, Will. Is this statement from something that he had against the interview or something he just put out on his own?
1: Uh, well, essentially, rumors started swirling after he didn't appear on Raw on Monday that okay. there was heat on him in the locker room. And as rumors started swirling into Tuesday and into Wednesday, Leo got out in front of it and was like, hey, I'm willing to talk about this. So. Right. He, he made some statements. He made some statements. Okay. so so words got out that word got out that there was heat. And so the question was like, well, what was the heat? So the story became that heat was on Leo in the locker room for having an attitude, for thinking that he making it known that he deserved more, that he should be being used better, that he should be in a better position, essentially with him be, him being outspoken and kind of saying, I, I, I want better than this. Mm-hmm. And then we the word continued to grow into that, well, there's heat on Leo also because he's not performing tasks in the locker room that the new guys are expected to take care of. And one of them that was brought up is that the newer guys on the roster, are, you know, they're locker room etiquette things, like, There's apparently, I guess, one of the issues is a lot of the younger guys are expected to bring water to the locker room and have water ready for the older guys when they come back, and like almost like housekeeping stuff. Almost kind of like like, but the one that the big example that was used was water, having water ready, and then also having water brought back when they leave the building to the hotels and stuff. And since Leo hasn't even been up there a year, that was one of his tasks. This was not something that was like being stuck on just him. It's like all the younger guys there. So it's not like he was being singled out for this. So right, well, uh, he well, made well, an well, issue well. with this about apparently so apparently he stopped doing it. Yeah, And so there was also talk that he got heat for that because they're like, well, hey, that there's an expectation here. You're supposed to do this. So that was rubbing people the wrong way. Well. So the statements he's put out had to deal well. with that and just what's going on in the locker room in general. I have him here. Well. Yeah, read, him, know, read, him. Read,
0: read the statement from the Fightful interview that he did. Yeah, uh, I have the, the Fightful yeah. interview
1: right here. It's on Fightful.com. Yeah. Folks who are looking for it is all up there. I think it went up uh, mostly yesterday, but it's all there in full. Um, so, yeah, okay. Here's what he's talking about. Uh, so he was asked about if there was issues. People were wondering if it was the issues with Bobby Lashley or not. And he says, quote, my issue has never been with Bobby. Being with Bobby has helped the both of us tremendously. It's given me speaking confidence I didn't know I had. I never was a promo guy on the indies, but being with Bobby made me a promo guy. My issue isn't with my on-screen role. My issue is the fact that I haven't been on meet and greets with Bobby, haven't been getting paid for merchandise for us that has my catchphrases on them, have been sent to live shows and TV and forced to pay for my own rental for five days, as well as hotel while not making enough money to do so walking around broke in the biggest sports entertainment industry that there is while having two kids and a wife to support. Then he goes on, It gets into the water stuff. It's not about race and it never has been, but public perception is important to me. And when we have fans that travel all over the globe and watch us get off of buses and in hotels, the look of a young black kid carrying waters and bags for other wrestlers is just not a good look, especially why I'm trying to portray myself as a superstar as well. There you mm. go.
3: Mm. So Luke, a lot in there. It is, and, and as I'm dissecting it, it's like, wow, do I feel bad for him for speaking out? Like, do I agree with him? Because in some well, aspects, it's like, I agree with him with what he's saying. But some well, aspects. Just give your reaction.
0: What, what, what do you a reaction. What's your initial thoughts? That's a, that's a super strong statement from him. Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your reaction? And then um, after you, Jamal, I want to hear your
3: reaction on it as well. Um, my initial reaction is like, wow, like I, I, I'm like, it's just looking at it from his perspective, not saying I will be like him, but from him explaining it from his perspective, it's like, I understand, I get it. And the thing that hit me was, dog, you're in the, you're in the biggest sports entertainment company, as he said, where you have to pay for your own rental car and your hotel for five days. And I know your check during the week did not amount to that, especially if you're not getting the royalties for what you've been alluded to, like being a part of a Bobby. Lashley promo team, using the merchandise that has your catchphrases that you're not getting products off. Even with Jamal saying, Am I getting that 2K money? You know, when 2K comes out in October, would I get that? And, and even thinking about some of the pay per view money that's been out there, like literally, you're supposed to get a pay per view royalty for showing up. What does that look like on a 10 buck an hour? I mean, 10 bucks a show um, aspect if you got everybody on the network. It's like when the math works or you add up the math, what comes to him? And I understand it. I understand it. Uh, not necessarily saying that I agree 100%, but I really can understand from where he's coming from.
2: Uh, let, me, let me ask this. I, I think, yes, all of us uh, work and we, we all have jobs, and our jobs are much older than all of us. And our professions are definitely much older than all of us. Um, there is an etiquette to almost every profession. Agree. If you're the noob coming in, uh you, you you do the things that aren't in the handbook but that are part of the culture to um you're not necessarily, you necessarily you go along to get along um Agreed. and as we've seen in other that,
3: pro- I'm sorry I don't mean to cut ahead. you off but just to add to that even in a leadership position where I am where in the school system I still have to do the same thing that you just mentioned so I absolutely agree go ahead
2: right so that but I think that that's transcendent of you know a number of different professions where like yes. hey rook you know, go carry the bags. and that's
3: any job yeah, that's yes, any, any job correct any okay, job correct.
2: Um, now, granted, you know, the, you know, the rookie is going to you know make some mistakes because he's the rookie, but the rookie's also got to pay his dues. However, we've also seen the ugly side of that in hazing in college and mm-hmm. uh, you know, unfair treatment in the workplace in, in other major professions um, and stuff like that. And some of that's gotten physical and in very extreme cases, it's turned deadly. Yeah. Uh, so at what point does it stop? And I go back to hazing in college as like an example where you pay your dues to get in. Uh, how? By doing some ridiculous stunt that you'd probably find on Fear mm-hmm. Factor, for what shits and giggles? Because we're because of the lulls. you know that's not something that you obviously want to do. So college, so fraternities and sororities are getting banned. But then again, tradition, and that's what a lot of things are built on. So I'm not going to say him, you know, not quote unquote paying his dues and breaking that stigma. Uh, you know, it, it's a, you're going to be the odd one out. Because if everybody else did it, and better people than him did it, then why can't you do it? What makes you so special? But then again, his, persp- his personal perspective is, yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Right. You get your own water. Or not. But you know, So if that's the hill that you want to die on, then go with it. Right. Um, and, and if that's not, then you'll do something else. But everybody has their limit. And I don't think it's a matter of him... You know, believe in his own press or believing that he's bigger than he is, if he has his own personal morals and, and integrity and that's the line that he's going to draw on because he is, you know, a, a lower middle class black kid from Baltimore and he knows of the stigma and, and what the perception is in, in that, you know, it, being subservient to somebody else that's in a higher position of him, better, that's, you know, not in transitional race then. I can understand that position where you go, nope, get your own water, Randy Orton or whoever. Uh, I'm not doing that because this is, because the person that signs my check is not named, you know, AJ Styles or he's not named Roman Reigns or he's not named anybody else but Vince McMahon. So the amount of flux that I give about what you need because you're older than me are zero, because the only thing we do is work together. We don't have to like each other. Mm. But then again, is that the price of person that you want to work in a very incestuous business? In that locker room where it's just you and the hundred guys around you so whether you're in the military or in a firehouse or in the wwe or you work at mcdonald's or you're a walmart greeter there are two sides of it you're only as strong as the person next to you but also you know you can't just take advantage of people because of tradition i think it's a lot of bullshit on both sides and i think uh, you know but somebody's got to take a stand at some point and that's seemingly what he did the question is to him is it worth it we don't know yet and that's what we have to wait and see about that's one point we'll get in there
1: yeah i th- i think a lot of what jamal just said was v- is very fair it's very mm-hmm. fair and it's very accurate like we like like we mentioned going through this this isn't anything that's unique to to wwe as far as like you know as far as what work environment I mean, there's things you're gonna have to do when you're the new guy at work that the people who've been there forever aren't gonna have to do. It's just the way it is. It's you know paying your dues, you know, getting in with everyone there and making your way. I mean, that's 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 life. Um, I'm looking at it like this. Lord knows, and yeah, there has been hazing in the WWE locker room before. Lord knows, we've heard the stories of JBL being an absolute terror, and back in the Attitude oh, Era, God. all kinds of stuff that would happen. I mean, my guy, if, if 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 Leo was speaking up like this back in the '90s, he he'd probably already be run out of there. It, it would just be, it would be a totally different response to all this. Right. Um, so so I'm I'm maybe at- maybe
2: not because I don't think because you would have to look at 1990s Leo Rush. Versus 2019, Leo Rush, and I think the culture as a whole is different. And just as the same thing with like a, t- a traditional baseball player today could probably couldn't play back in the 50s because it would just be a lot more racist. <laughs> so I, I think to be fair, um, you know, when we compare the good old days, that's kind of the argument of, well, that's bullshit, old man. We don't do that anymore. And mm-hmm. just because JBL. Can sucker punch the blue meanie at ECW One Night Stand 2006 <laughs> and bloody his nose for no reason. Uh, we don't do that anymore. Don't be a dick. And I'm not saying that that equates to like him carrying the bags or getting in the water or being first to the team bus or whatever like the little you know hokey BS they do now. Um, apparently, a, a big issue was his wife being backstage, yes. um, quote unquote, all the time. Um, and this is his first year on the big stage, so. Uh-huh. Why not at WrestleMania time? You know, have your family back there. Yeah, uh, you I mean, know,
0: it, it's 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 definitely it's definitely things that um we I mean with the continuous and, and on top of that too, it feels like somebody's out to get him. And if you feel that way, if you feel timid by you don't know who you can trust, then at least have your wife there. I mean, everyone else have their significant others there. Sasha Banks has her husband there. Sasha Banks' husband is on Twitter.
2: Talk but to be fair, naked. Sasha Banks' husband works for the WWE. Yeah, I
0: was about to say, uh, yeah. I he doesn't work for the WWE. He works for her, who does his gear, who does her gear, but is allowed to be backstage. He doesn't do nobody else's gear. He does her gear, but he's allowed backstage passes. Right, but but member. but
2: he has VIP access. I, I know right, guys right, that right, work right. security for the arenas. They don't right. get to see the rehearsals. Right, he right. does because he has that uh yeah. that privy yeah. to do yeah. so. Yeah.
0: But my point is soon as Sasha Banks is not happy, then he's on Twitter doing a lot of like yapping about like this, that and the other. So like you know what I'm saying I, I it, it's not it's not um, it's not uh, unusual for Lil Rush girl to be back there because everyone else people is back there if they're not a significant other that's on the brand already or just a significant other there. So like, his girl being back there and, and, it, it, and that people are bringing it up, like why or how? I don't I don't see the issue there. Um, and, and then he 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 kind of brings out the fact that somebody's out to get him, somebody that's out there that's been trying to get him since roh days, that really narrows a lot of it down. For me, immediately when I hear that, I'm thinking Daniel Bryan or Seth Rollins. And that would be that would be crazy to think that either way speculation or not i just think that a lot of what he's saying um i think it's genuine if he feels that way i'm not going to be mad at that um and um and i think it has good precedence to it and no matter if he's creating heat or drama backstage or not um i think that a lot of what he's saying still comes from a place of sincerity uh that probably does need to be exposed because i'm pretty sure everybody uh, could relate to certain circumstances in life of what he's saying or, and kind of relating to. Um,
1: now, yeah, one other part I wanted to touch on about what he's talking about is I mean, his frustration with the money and not having enough money to cover correct. his his road expenses and stuff. Correct. That that now I absolutely obviously I think anybody can understand that. What right. I'm wondering though, I knowing can't. how knowing how wrestlers travel, knowing how wrestlers are on the road. Has Leo ostracized him enough, self enough in this locker room that he's having to eat all those costs on his own because no one's traveling with him, and so he's not getting, he's having to get his own rental car, his own hotel room because no one wants to deal with him.
2: Because most guys are splitting
1: those costs. Because the thing is that really hit me is like if that's happening to Leo that he can't make ends meet on the road. Then it's happening to other people. He's not the only guy getting paid that amount of money, so he wouldn't be alone in that boat unless he's put himself in a position where he's having to spend a lot more money on that stuff because people don't want to deal with him. That's yeah, why yeah. I was you won't
0: wondering. be on
1: ride
0: All right, all right. So, um, anybody else want to talk about Leo Russ? Because we, we okay, yeah, yeah.
2: I want to, I want to read one, uh, uh, two things. Uh, the first thing is a response from Mark Henry, and and he said. Uh, quote it's not a race issue it's an ego issue who are you nobody's exempt from being respectful to the business and paying homage to the guys drawing money we've all done it Steve Austin did it the rock did it if you're better than the rock get the hell out of here end quote hold on
3: um, pause on that Jamal let me ask sure. you this question Jamal in, oh, wrestling, no, 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 <laughs> in wrestling just just you Jamal your perspective are you about the brand of your person or are you about the business
2: Again, and that goes back to our original conversation about the money. It depends on the type of person that you are. You're right. If I am a person that is my gimmick is that of a superstar, then I wouldn't, you know, do that. If if I am the gimmick of a person that's like whatever they want me to do, I'll do because I'm just here to collect the check. Um, then that's what it's going to be. So the question is, do you want to survive or do you want to Progress. Do you want to change the business or do you want to work? And there are a lot of people at work that work to change the business. And there are a lot of people at work that work to keep their jobs and they keep their vacation time. And there are a lot of yeah. people that won't quit in order they suck at their job because they have tenure. And I know as a teacher, you know what the hell I'm talking about. Yep, so, 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 my, so, my saying is, it's like it, it, there's a lot of leeway that goes into it. But it still comes down to Mark Henry believes in 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 these quotes that you know, hey look, man, this is this is just the part of it. It's the part that they don't talk about, but you pay your dues, you move up, and, and and you move on. Well, but but why does that have to be the status quo? Just because people do it doesn't mean it has to be okay. And I'm not arguing against breaking tradition and stuff like that. I'm arguing against the opportunity that you have. Is this the hill you want to die on? And for Leo Rush. Maybe it is because they tell you to grab the brass ring. They tell you to go out there and be a superstar and invent yourself. And every time we talk about people that have done just that, like the New Day, um, you know, like Finn Balor, who's come from, he's very different than he was in Japan. You yep. know, like you know, a, a lot of other Steve Austin was is not the ringmaster anymore. Um, uh, there are a lot of guys with a lot of different uh, gimmicks that have done it and transitioned, and they've grown. The USO is perfect example people that have grown now what we don't know and what nobody seems to be talking about is is there a precedent like are other guys who just got there um going along to get along or they're not privy to the same thing is cedric alexander uh exempt from carrying the bags yeah you know because he just got there too yeah. is you know a lot of other guys
1: that reminds me that reminds but- me alistair black Alistair Black did an interview back in the fall where he specifically talked about this type of thing and how he was since he'd been all over the world, been in tons of locker rooms, how he, he was used to the idea of having to clean up and pick the place up and make everything look nice, he leaves and all this. And he was doing that and like totally doing the stuff the new guys do he was totally doing all that and like the example he said he never mentioned water but he mentioned how he would make sure the locker rooms were picked up and cleaned and all straightened up when the guys were leaving at the end of the night and how he was doing that once he got called up to the main roster and he was doing it until Roman Reigns came up to him yeah, and Roman was and Roman specifically came up to him and was like hey man you don't need to do that no more you're cool and it was like yeah. one of the higher ups Gave him the pass, and he hasn't had to do it since. But it was like until he got recognized by somebody, he was doing that on his own.
2: Yeah, well, so. that's that's literally the definition of paying your dues. Yeah. Uh, you know until you get Pretty that much, and, yeah. the, the Miz, uh, the Miz. You oh, know that yeah, infamous story. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know for for yeah. being that guy. But the bottom line is, is that okay? Fine, and all of the backstage, you know, kumbaya shenanigans aside. We don't have to give a good goddamn about that. The only thing Leo Rush has to do is remember his lines and do the bit. Mm-hmm. We don't. So all the other stuff, if that's what he wants to do, he can change in the broom closet or the subway parking lot across the street for the rest of his days. And if that's what he wants to do, then so be it. But you can't just be like, well, he thinks he's special. Well, don't you? So I don't, I, I mean, it, it is like, I know that I'm contradicting myself and I know that I'm presenting conflicting arguments. But I'm not a traditionalist in the sense that we don't owe anybody anything. Do the work and go home. And if that means, the, but then again, this is the road that you chose. So if, if people don't want to ride with you, if people don't want to split the hotel room, if people don't want to, because they want to keep the status quo, well, you can either fight with them or fight against them. Mm-hmm. So again, is this the hill you want to die on? And it keeps coming back to that for me, because we've seen many times where in a situation, um, hell, it's summer camp. Hey, that kid doesn't, you know, something's up with him. Well, did you talk to him? Well, no, we don't have to. You're right. But neither does he have to come over to the other side, too. So I think it's, it's, there's definitely two sides to it, and it does take both sides to come together in the locker room where they all work together right under each other. Um, the last thing I want to say is Booker T uh, had some, a thing uh, to say also, and he basically was saying you know, generally the same thing, like, hey, don't make this about you don't make this about um, you know anybody else but you because there were a lot of people at WCW who thought they were bigger than they were and then when the company closed they couldn't get a job so do the, you know so do the
1: work uh, now, if you don't want gonna, the spot someone else will take it I, I'm just, right. we're
0: just gonna we're just we're just gonna just let that comment slide because basically hey, we're, I, we don't have enough time for that but that's a I want to I, I want to talk about that another day that's funny because that's that's not a legitimate comment. That's a shady comment to
2: the mm. uploads right now. We we but, we but the whole the whole idea of the status quo is a shady thing. Because if Roman Reigns can come over and be like, hey, uh, you're one of us now, what the hell has he done?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, like
2: yeah. I mean, that's literally been his like Achilles heel is that he's not the reason why he's not John Cena until yeah. Cancer gave him the rub the Reason why uh, he's not John Cena is because of the of this perception of him being the golden boy. And yeah, then well, that's getting to a little bit more validity to that, so he can go fuck himself.
0: Yeah, it it is legit about the passing of the torch. You need you need to you need to be certified in order to be able to get to the next level. It's not about your credentials, it's not about TV, it's not about merch. It's it's literally about the next level. It, it's
2: it's a it's about nepotism.
0: Yeah. And when you sign a contract to do work,
2: when you sign a contract to do work. And it comes down to who likes who. And Leo Rush is about, well, the work. And people are like, yeah, but you didn't do the incidentals.
0: Yeah, yeah you know. That's- to Leo Rush is, to Leo Rush, like he MCW to RH to whatever. And he's always just been like the main guy. He's young. He got so much promise. And I, I guess he's used to being catapulted so much. So maybe he is, you know, maybe he's going through the challenges of life oh they're not giving me the golden ticket right away and even still he's had great opportunities but like oh no i i i'm just gonna say i'm interested to see how this story plays out um he hasn't been released not that bad and he feels a certain type of way but like young man like you know you you're still in the golden spot and i know you're bringing awareness to the situation but at the same time you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta keep pushing at all times you can never be too content to think that you made it, and that's that because we know that um, the only people that's always going to have jobs at WWE are the McMahons, and everyone else' job is not promised. And I think that he might he might have got a, a little bit over his head in certain things. So I don't know. Um, and, and, and real, real quick, anybody else got anything to say about that? Because I want to wrap up the Leo Rush thing really quick. We're we're, we're about to reach our mark.
1: No, good. I, nope, good, I think we good. we we got it. We covered yeah. it. And we'll see what happens next. I mean, yeah. I think the biggest the biggest thing is he went public. And as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, going public with your grievances yeah. is not getting is not nah, doing good for nah, people. Nah, nah, so nah, that was probably nah. not the smartest move on his part. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, aka Luke yeah. um, Harper.
2: I actually <laughs> think that that is a smart move on his part. Oh, it's because
0: not, I, not right now. No, no, right I, I, now.
2: no, I think it is. I think it is, because if he, if he gets fired tomorrow, it's not like the, you know, people won't go, oh, yeah, you're the WWE guy. And I think if he comes out maybe on May 25th at a particular event in Vegas that he may find himself at, obviously he wouldn't make that because of the 90-day non-compete. But I'm just saying, like, if it were possible for him to show up a double or nothing and cut, like, a scathing promo on yeah, WWE, yeah, yeah. you're telling me yeah. you that somebody wouldn't sign him for just that reason?
0: Yeah, but that's half of the young bucks and them uh, marks are doing. All they're saying is like, who's leaving WWE to go to AEW? They don't give a hell. Well,
2: they're not. They didn't sign uh, Enzo and Cassidy.
0: Um, <laughs> they were trying to go to RH. We don't know what's going to happen at Double Nothing. We don't know. Um, but Dana Brooke, <laughs> who her promo is about not getting opportunities, say if Dana Brooke is tied with WWE, and she decides to go on AEW. She'll probably get a, a pop too, even though she ain't done nothing to either of the other, either of the brands. You just, you know, the 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 yump. I'm just gonna say the, the the Bullet Club marks. They don't care. They just want to say like they weren't being treated good in WWE. They're in AEW. I don't know. I don't know. They, but I Dana
3: think, Brooke but, is in the Titus O'Neil uh, Cash to My Check Club. So that's what oh, I think. Oh oh yeah. I mean.
1: But at I the think we also at the... at the moment she's got a money in the bank spot <laughs> at <Right>. the moment.
0: <laughs> if, she, if she wins uh, I wouldn't even know what to do. Um, yeah, I
2: don't think I, they would know what to do. Honestly, I don't either.
0: Not yeah. so She would be like a
2: she would be a Damien Sandow and like lose it for no reason. Yes. No.
0: Yeah. yeah, fellas, fellas, we reached our mark for tonight. Um, good show. Anybody got anything else you want to add? We got a few more minutes, and we're gonna wrap this up.
2: Uh, let me just first say that Thanos did nothing wrong.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree by my Facebook status. I agree.
3: Keep going. Uh-huh. Um, and
2: uh, and they also say that um, uh, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, uh, your time to do so is run it out because I think we've reached the moratorium, uh, the, um, the limit on spoilers. You don't. you can't yeah, cross spoilers if it's been two weeks and you haven't seen the damn movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was I was giving people through last weekend and that was it. Once Monday came around, it was like, all right, handcuffs are off.
0: My son, right. say, something, say something about in-game real quick. I got a quick question. I need a quick answer for you guys.
3: Um, uh, say something about in game real quick. Um He hasn't seen it. I I I have it. Um <laughs> just oh, oh, y'all, y'all I, oh. I mean you it's like where there's a the beginning, there's I, I, an end. Literally. And,
0: and right then to say, and then to say. say. And the question is for the people that's seen it and that study analysts about movies. Does Endgame beat out Avatar for the highest grossing movie of all time? Yes.
1: Yes. Easily, no. Easily, I, I, no. My
0: my answer is no too. My answer no. is no.
2: Uh, okay, d- okay. So highest gross movie all time worldwide?
0: Yeah, Avatar.
2: No, uh, no, no, no. You're right, right, right. But I'm asking if if you think it would beat that number worldwide?
0: Yeah, yes. is I um, so.
2: no. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's gonna make. I think it's gonna gross over two billion dollars. I don't think it's gonna hit two point seven.
3: Yeah. I think I think it hit two point seven. I I really think it can. No, no, I no. Think it will.
0: Avatar. Uh, Avatar. has been released,
2: released in almost it. every major market. That's why I don't think so.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless the Chinese see it, like you know, again. And I think the people that have seen it, I think everybody that has seen it wants to see it. So they they're they're going to re-release it, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I think in this like initial run, I don't think it's going to do like Star Wars numbers where it has so much other dead space to fill where. Okay, well, nothing's in the theater. Let's just go see Star Wars again. Um, and I mean, the, the first uh, one of the new ones that came out. Uh, this one has a couple weeks before something big comes out. And I think we're a month away from Toy Story. Fast and the Furious comes out um, a little bit after that. Aladdin. And Spider Man comes nope. out in July. But the latter comes out Lion in three weeks. Lion right. King comes out in, in, in a month and a half. It's so it's not like a movie out of all of them that you haven't seen. Calm down. Um, but John Week 3 comes out May 17th, so that will take some people away from the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, like, it won't make all the money. I, I Well, I haven't said that, actually, because it won't make all the money, because there's so much more competition uh, coming within the next definitely two weeks.
0: Let, okay. let, me, let, me, let me add my 10 cent in there real quick, and there's nothing to debate about this. When Avatar came out, you only could buy an IMAS ticket. IMATS tickets was $20 a person, which is equivalent to two movie tickets to a standard uh to stay in the format right now also when avatar came out pirating was not at its high it that it was now so the draw by avatar was not about nothing about the story because no one likes the story i don't even think nobody even understand the story to this day now it was all about yo do you see that, how real it, how it looks that visual yeah that's it it's not good avengers not avengers does not have that same thing and to translate this to wrestling that yes all in had the spectacle of like oh my god another non-wwe thing did something we never seen before double or nothing will it be able to do the same it sold out because we understand that people the, the ticketers out there want to resell and stuff like that but would it create the same spectrum that the first one did I don't think so because the wow is gone for me it is the first show but no matter all which influence on the first show Nobody acknowledges that. Nobody intelligent. I'm sorry. Nobody that's not intelligent acknowledges that. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Well,
2: uh, so this is the thing. If if know. if Paul Heyman said the same thing that he he you know somehow came across five million dollars and he got an, him got Mark Cuban to fund his wrestling company mm-hmm. based on his name and what he means to ECW, that creates an interest. Okay, cool. And then he started to find the best, you know, he, he signed a Will Ospreay. He signs, you know, uh, T.K. Cooper. He signs Darby Allen. He signs Jason Kincaid. He signs a lot of guys. He signs Jeff Cobb. Okay, now I'm definitely interested. And then he puts the show together and, and has it, and then and it is what it is. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, it, it's just that, you know, we're seeing a, not necessarily a direct competition to WWE, because that's, it's not it. But we're seeing a direct alternative to WWE. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're finding. We're, we're, we're seeing an alternative with, with, with some actual surprises because we literally don't know. Mainstream audience doesn't know what they're going to get from the unproven stars. Uh, and nobody knows what they're going to get from the Chinese guys. And nobody knows what this production value is going to be from the startup company. So there's a lot of unknown, which creates buzz and excitement. So much so that, we'll guys that, that names in the big company are thinking about jumping over. We'll Everybody see. in WWE, to AMC, AAC, AEW, confirmed. We'll so see. we will see. see, and I think it would be very hard for them the way they've set it up now, by measuring everything. Everything is just a quick. They're not giving you any more anything more than you need. Every video is the, the, the even the B and Elite shows, which are the longest things that they do, are less than mm. twenty minutes. <laughs> Those Nightmare Family YouTube videos are ten minutes long. The press conference was barely an hour. Uh, when they did it once every three or four months. So the long and short of it is is that they know that the audience has an attention span of this, they're mm-hmm. feeling that, and they're, they're letting you speculate, and they give you no more than that, and you speculate and create your own buzz. Yeah. So we're not even talking storylines, we're just talking matches.
0: Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Um... I just, want to, I just want to be clear. Anybody got anything else to add on that or anything you want to talk about real quick before we wrap this up for the night?
2: Wrap it um, up. The, actually, the the, this, uh, the the very last thing. They signed this um, uh, Japanese uh, lady named Shira, and I've seen her a couple times. I, I'm very excited about that. Um, but we can talk about that another day. But the mm-hmm. AEW roster is low-key filling up. And nobody seems to be talking about the fact that they got like 30 people on the roster. Okay. Uh, anybody so, else say
0: that oh now or say that now? So I'm, I'm good.
2: Right, let's, let's get out of here. You sure?
0: All right. No. <laughs> 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 let, 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 again, um, we're going to get this show out. At, it is our regular Thursday show. Uh, this will be posted Friday morning for everybody. Uh, but again, uh, we, we got things to cover. We got a lot of excitement coming in the area. If you're local and you're fans of us in this area, in the uh, the DMV area, wrestling is not dead. I know we did lose Nova pro recently. Uh, but wrestling is popping up. Crack wrestling stepping up And some news popped up on their Twitter page, uh, either today or yesterday, we got prime time. We got flying V. Things are going down, uh, and, you know, we're going to be all around covering all of that stuff, uh, getting you all the latest news and backstage interviews and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, stay tuned to our uh, iTunes and SoundCloud or whatever, however you listen to the podcast, but at YouTube, too, so you can get the videos for all that other good stuff. Uh, we got a lot of work we're going to be doing. just going to be a busy year. Um but other than that, this is the crew here. It's 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 me, Two Chains. We got Hot Take, uh, Hill Will. We got <laughs> we got uh, uh, Mister Passport, uh, Crab Jamal, and we got uh, Silly Studio, studious Silly Sellers.
2: Yep.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we got. Rebecca I
2: mean, to be fair, I think everybody has a passport among us. So let's not do that.
0: I don't know. Nobody getting stamps like you get stamps.
2: Okay, that's a different problem.
0: Hey Jamal, 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 Jamal make us make an announcement before we sign off tonight. Are you still part of the show? people was like, I ain't heard Jamal on the show for a while. Like, he not on the show. I like he traveling. He got he got a life. He got to see the world. So make a statement that you you are still part of the show. And did not hear it from me.
2: So what happened was right. I, I was in I was actually in Italy Italy and Malta when they were recording uh, shows like the last you know. Three, but three weeks ago in uh, mid-April, and that's my spring vacation. I will be in Toronto for SummerSlam.
0: Your cruise? Don't I, forget about your cruise.
2: I forgot about the cruise. Um, yeah. But yes, if you, um, if you, if you really want a, a lovely case of gastroenteritis, then I would definitely recommend Carnival. Um, <laughs> oh. Yum. So, so yeah, yeah, enough of that silliness. But um, I will be in Toronto for SummerSlam. I would probably be in Chicago for our Survivor Series, but what I really mean is NXT TakeOver. Um, Ring of Honor is coming to Baltimore in June. I'm very excited about that. So there's a lot of wrestling to go around, and I will be there for most of it. And then, so of course, so there's that, that Turbos groove where I'll be a month off. Is that
3: before Dishonor again is coming back in Baltimore?
0: Uh, uh, best, in
1: the, best in the world, I think. Best,
0: of world, best yeah. in the world. Okay. Yeah, uh, best
1: in the world at the yeah. end of June. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So the team is strong. So everybody, I just I want y'all to know. Our team is strong. we 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 got lives. We we, we. But, but,
2: but November though, it's gonna be a bit touch and go. <laughs>
0: hey well look everybody that's listening to the show. We appreciate y'all always support. Give us feedback, comment, drop us some DMs, let us know what you guys want to talk about. Check out the Patreon. We got exclusive content still on there as always. Um and um, you know, you know, help us out, help help us help you out. We can always do some other stuff on the side, which I want us to talk about, so let us know. Um, but as far as, as, like I said, wrestling in the DMV, it's not dead. We got a lot of content coming up. We got a lot of groundwork to hit. Um, obviously, we're going to be going to our local indie shows because we support that, support your local indie shows. And um, it's, and, and as far as WWE, our racial impact will be there as well, too. So, like, um, just want to let you guys know, like, yeah, talk to us. We'll give you we'll, – we'll, we, we, we out here. We – we um, we we uh, we're always open for suggestions and feedback. So, uh, before our special Thursday, May the second episode, we're done for the night, and we will catch you guys next week. We are signing out, everybody. Anybody got anything to say?
2: Ask me that one okay, more game. Okay. time.
3: Okay, I got, I got one more.
0: I got
2: one. <laughs> God Hold damn on, it! Turn,
1: Turn I, it I, off. I
3: thought this. I thought this. Was I thought about this. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. So if my everyone's
1: about to trip, die, a battery epic,
3: running out. If I ever went on a field trip, Dr. Strange is not the person I would count on because he doesn't know if everybody's there or not. Okay, I'm done.
2: Oh, dear God. We waited for that. Pull the plug epic, already,
0: damn it.
3: Epic, epic, epic. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, y'all.
1: See you next week. Next week.